All right, we're back. Uh, the first room to talk about hiring on Green Room. And today, continuing along the discussion around hiring trends post-pandemic, keeping to about nine minutes, we're going to follow on to our first conversation about the Colorado uh, Equal Pay Act that went into effect on January 1st of this year. Um just as a quick reminder, it's, you know, it's designed to uh, really create transparency around salaries, right? It's, it's um, you know, it's, it's something to that employers have to present either like a very specific uh, salary or salary range um, in their job descriptions. And to give, you know, to give people a clear understanding and, you know, to, to build towards more equity in pay. And I know yep. on Friday, Joe, we kind of talked about, you know, it's, it's you know, there's some problems there. Um, mm-hmm. There's some issues there. But so let's let's maybe present some solutions. You know, like how what how can companies navigate this, do you think? Yeah, I mean, on Friday, we talked about a lot of the problems with the equal pay, um, and it was mainly around timing, right? It was just all the other things companies have to navigate right now. But when we think of the solutions, it is a nudge in the right direction, to your point, Yubi, right? It is, um, you know, we recently hired, and we recently hired in Colorado, and we focused on clear pay ranges because, um, you, you know, it, it is good to be transparent in uh, in generally what a role's compensation is. And I think if companies can lean into that type of thinking, they'll be able to to navigate this in a more meaningful way. It will take more targeting, right? So I think you'll have to separate out a posting that is meant for Colorado. And I think that that's a great intentional way of doing that. I mean, as opposed to just excluding Colorado, you could do a post specifically for Colorado. And for your Colorado post, you can outline a range and um, that would help you to um, have access to the talent here in this state and be compliant. Yeah, it's yeah. And I think I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. Right. We're a small company. We're a startup. And Mm -hmm. it's easier for us to start. Yeah. Well, and it's also easier for us to start, you know, on the right foot. Um, as opposed to a large company that, that has a lot of, a a lot of employees and a lot of processes in place, um, to, uh, I don't know, to sort of pivot a little bit, to start to change. It kind of starts with mindset though, too. You know, there has to be like the desire to truly be transparent and, and really focus on equality and pay. And I think that's where you nail it, right? I mean, it's, it's, do you intend to be equitable in your pay? If so, then you're going to find some ways to navigate this. You're going to find some ways to think about this in a way that is um, less trying to avoid it and more trying to embrace it. And, um, and I think that's maybe what we we are getting to, right? At the, the problem with it is the companies that are just like, hey, we're not doing this. We're not hiring in this state because of this. 
maybe there's an underlying issue. We, I mean, I can't say, I don't know. Um, but it's really, if you're really trying to put equitable pay to the test and you're trying to be equitable in your treatment of employees, then you're going to be embracing a layer of this internally already before this law came out. And now you just have to find ways to navigate it again. Like we said, it has its flaws, but if you're attempting to truly be equitable in your company, then you, you're, you're going to not be super far off from what this, from the spirit of this law. Yeah. And I think, I, I think it can start getting into the solution phase of this. I think it, it should start with, and companies should do this anyway, but like really defining the, the success of every role, like what is every role, what do they need in every role for that person to be successful in that role? Because I think once you start defining it, because there's things under the, the law that, um, you know, can help companies avoid any of the legal liabilities that come with not, not, um, not following the law, but they're, they're focused on really like defining aspects of it. Right. And so, could, because yeah, some, some roles may truly need, um, certain kind of experience, um, and, and, uh, you know, seniority, if you will. I know that's something we we had to consider when thinking about our first salesperson because we needed something very specific and strategic and not, um, you know, it wasn't something that could just kind of your quote unquote everyday salesperson. Right. Um, and so, so how, you know, so I think companies need to start by first really truly digging in and defining every role, like really understanding what is important for them in every role. I think that'll create some clarity that, right? Like that'll start to create a bunch of clarity around what exactly it is we need from the right candidate. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, and I think this leans into, you know, it's, it, it's going to become the norm and it really is, you know, as much as I expressed on Friday, you know, the fact that the timing just might not be the best. I do think that it is yeah. a huge step in the right direction because when you think of transferable skills, hiring people for their potential, well, now we get into a world where you have to have that clarity of the role that you're talking about. You have to have the clarity of what are you hiring me into and what do you believe that I have the potential to achieve within your company and how are you going to compensate me with through that lens and with the clarity of what you just talked about, then you can bring in someone who maybe doesn't have the skills on day one, but you are confident that they'll gain those skills and you compensate them fairly and then they'll be highly retained because or else you're going to end up in a world where you're hiring someone for their potential, but paying them based on their history. And that's a problem. Like that's not going to work in the future of work. It's not going to work for a, a more inclusive future of hiring. And when you're hiring someone for transferable skills, you have to pay them for the role that you're hiring them into, not for the history that they bring to the table. One of the examples you and I always talk about hiring someone from a restaurant Let's say maybe they're making minimum wage plus tips and you're bringing them into your client success team. And let's say that pays $70,000 a year. Well, oh. if this person has the skills, you got to pay them $70,000 a year. That's what they're worth. That's what that job is worth. That's what that role is worth, regardless of the fact that pre prior to that, they were making minimum wage. You have identified them that they have the transferable skills to do that job, pay them accordingly. That's it. Yeah. And that's like under the Colorado law, employers can't, can't ask wage history, right? And that's to mm -hmm. your point. Again, it, <laughs> companies have to stop looking for excuses to not pay people, 
if they mm-hmm. fit the description that you have put together, and again, most job descriptions out there, frankly, are, are garbage. They're just, you know, copy, paste, and repeat of a million other job descriptions that are out there with really no true thought going into what the right person for the job um, can bring to to that organization and, and how successful they're going to be, right? And so it, it's it's really truly about understanding what is needed for a role and then understanding what what the salary is for that role. And then to your point, if we find the right candidate, no matter who they are, no matter what they look like, no matter what their name is, no matter what their history is of working, if they if if they pass your evaluation for that role, then why not? Why wouldn't you pay them mm-hmm. what their that role is paying? Like it's yep, they've gone through, and so and that's the problem with interviewing currently is is there isn't really a, a great way to equally evaluate it confidently every candidate mm-hmm. to find that alignment. Yep. And so, yep. so those are some of the things I think we'll keep talking about because that's where we, we need to get to. Cause the candidates, the talent out there are demanding, are demanding it, are demanding change. They're demanding, you know, equity and, and the, you know, or an equal opportunity at any job. And it just, it makes business sense to find the right people to grow your company at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we'll continue these discussions. Um, yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in again. That was about nine minutes. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Take care.